Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Daily Run as we are keeping up with the King. And we are in Matthew chapter 5, and we're going to be taking on verse 5 today and maybe a little bit more. Uh, I just have to apologize for all the racket in the background. There's in my studio, outside my studio, oh, there's kids listening to apparently strange covers to Stephen Curtis Chapman songs and my cats who are out of control. One of them decided to try to eat my headphones today and is knocking over everything outside. So if you happen to hear crashes and boofs, don't worry about me. I'm safe, locked inside my studio. Anyway, hey, we are on Blessed Are the Meek, for they shall inherit the earth, Matthew 5, 5. And we've been talking about this as kind of like the King's Manifesto. This is, you know, as the as Jesus is coming as the, the Messiah, and Matthew is, of course, presenting Jesus as the King of the Jews, he starts off with the first few chapters, again, talking about those those people and the genealogy of Jesus, those, those things that are pointing to him saying, this is the king. And we talked about that at length. If you missed those, I would encourage you to go back and listen. Um, anyway, uh, what's fascinating about these things, though, is as he's talking about the kingdom, it's an unexpected kingdom. And this is something we'll be talking about I think a lot as we go through the book of Matthew, especially like we get to uh, some of his parables, I think that some of them, there's maybe a way to look at them that perhaps you've never heard before, um, not because it's wrong, but because it's not the expected, uh, not the expected um, interpretation. It shows an unexpectedness to um, to what the kingdom would be, which I think is consistent, but we'll talk about that when we get there. So, but what I just wanted to point out again with these is, is the things that he's saying so far in the Beatitudes are these things that seem kind of backwards. You know, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Well, you'd think the kingdom of heaven would not be for those in poor in spirit. You think of for, for the ultra spiritual. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Well, you know, that, that seems like those who mourn are are without comfort perhaps or you no know, anyway but he gets he gets here and he says blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth now the word meekness a lot of times i think in our in our modern culture we don't we don't refer to a lot of a lot of things or people as meek um we definitely use the word weak um, and a lot of times i think there's a misunderstanding between meekness and weakness and in fact i think that that uh, from my understanding of the ancient uh, ancient Greek, is that it was exactly the same in their time, that there was a misunderstanding between the idea of what meekness was and weakness, that it was viewed, meekness was viewed as weakness. And this is still the case today, that in our the world says to be strong is one thing. You know, to be powerful is one thing. To You know, and we see that Jesus, when he says, you know, if anyone wants to be great, let him be the servant of all. You know, well... If you make yourself a servant, that's different than someone forcing you to be, you know, to to enslaving you. And so, you know, if someone forces you to serve them, well, that's that might be you might that might be a result of your weakness. But you choosing to serve someone is meekness. And we're going to see a little later on. He's going to talk about some of this as we get um, down into oh, I don't know. Verses 
we'll just say later on in the chapter. Um, but anyway, so he's um, he, when he's talking about meekness, the uh, there's there's this picture of I've often heard it said power under control, and as far as I can tell from researching some of the the original language, that that seems to be the idea is this power under control, and it's like the idea of a, a stallion, you know, a, a strong horse, but a horse that has been trained to do particular things. And that horse will do those things that even though the horse is strong and powerful and could run free and have, as a person who has worked with stallions, in fact, I am sitting in what used to be a stallion's stall. Um, that's what my studio now is a stallion. It was once a stallion stall. So anyway, having worked with these stallions, uh, there was one named Cutter Freckles who um, lived in the stall next to where I am. And he was a very large, powerful horse, well-trained. But every once in a while, every once in a while, he would just get a little burn his britches and he would just sit back, pull back hard. And he would have a leather and brass a leather halter with brass fittings and he would be connected to these two chains. Um, and he would just sit back and sit back and pull and pull and pull until he busted that leather halter, whether it was the, the harness, the, uh, the, uh, the leather harness leather that broke or the, or if it was the brass hardware or the snap, oftentimes it was the snaps on the chain. That was like the weak point was that hook, you know, the, the hook bull snap that has a little pull, pullback piece um that would attach to the halter he'd break those you know he'd go tumbling backwards and then i'd have to go catch him you know meanwhile be yelling like look out you know the cutter's on the way out um but the rest of the time he was a pussycat he was a great great horse easy to work with we had another we had another stallion at the same time that was um scary just downright scary he didn't like men he liked women um, and he was, uh, he'd been manhandled by a lot of heavy handed men who tried to bring him into submission. And he was not a horse that you would describe as meek. He was uh, a bit on the ferocious and, um, uh, psychopathic side. Yeah, he was, he was one that would chew on our, we had a hot walker, which was a machine that would walk the horse and he would grab the rope, um, that he was tied to and he would just run and run in circles and he would drag poor cutter freckles around. And so we would spray like Tabasco sauce on the rope. So when he bit onto it, it would taste bad, but he didn't care. He would just bite on it, foam at the mouth and he'd sweat and his eyes would be bloodshot and he'd just go, go, go. You know, he was not a meek horse. He was definitely not power under control. He, he was a little scary, but for the most part, you talk about the other one, he was power under control. Uh, My, my daughters had a horse named Scarlet for a while and I could put, my youngest daughter on when she was, gosh, when she was five, we put her on there and that horse was a big horse, <laughs> you know, 1400 pounds. And she would just trot around, jog around. I could stand in the middle of the arena and she would jog around me about 15 feet out, go around in a circle. Now, if she wanted to hurt us, could she? Oh, I'm sure she could have, but she was not a weak horse but she was a well-trained horse and she had submitted to, to our authority. And so I think that's the idea that we're looking at here is that it's not about being weak. It's about being submitted 
to God's authority. And again, this is one of those things that is backwards, right? Because he says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Now, the idea in the world at the time was you want to inherit the earth. Well, that's that's by going out. If you you want to, you know, as they say, take the bull by the horns, you got to look out for one. Number one, you've got to be willing to do what it takes to get the job done and go out and, you know, and uh, dominate. You know, you've got to conquer. You've got to be a you know, you've got to be a conqueror and, a, a you know, have that that warrior mentality of I will you know kill or be killed. And that's. That's not what he's talking about. That's not the attitude he's talking about. He's talking about having that attitude of I'm submitting my power, my authority, my giftedness to the Lord, right? Because that's what we do as believers. We come to him saying, God, all I have is yours. All I have is yours. And, it's, you know, that's all I have to offer. And so I'm submitting my strength and my power, uh, whatever strength and power and ability I have, I'm submitting it to him to, uh, to use for his purposes. And so it's not being ruled by my physical desires and being ruled by my, my, my fleshly lusts for, for power or dominance or whatever, but instead it's saying, God, I want what you want. I'm submitting myself to you. And the good news is, of course, what he says here, you know, blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. And it's an easy thing for us to forget when we're submitting to the Lord and we don't see things happening. When we feel like, hey, maybe I'm being taken advantage of. Hey, maybe I'm, you know, I didn't get revenge. I didn't get vengeance on that person that hurt me. I, I forgave them. I turned the other cheek. I didn't seek out that opportunity to, to get even. And I feel like I missed out. You know, I feel like, you know, well, don't forget, don't forget, you know, it's those, those temporary things we get so hung up on. Like I feel this, or I feel that. And we get mixed up with how I feel at the moment. And any of us can think about how we've felt in the past and we don't feel the same way now because feelings change, especially through time and with additional information. And so when we think about, wait a minute, what's this really about? What's this life really about? Do I have an eternal perspective? Am I looking toward eternity or am I thinking about my situation and where I am now? So anyway, Think about your life. Think about your attitude. Think about your the way you treat people. Think about the way you go about trying to get what you want. You know, are you a person who would be described as one who is meek, or are you one who is using your power and your strength to dominate and control others? Think about your relationship with your spouse. Is there meekness involved there, or is it dominating them? Something to consider. God bless you. Talk to you next time.